Hello, everybody. This is Noob Guiding Noob. Go ahead. Once again, I don't think that actually came up on the microphone. <laughs> I and know, uh, I know. Um, So, this is Noob Guiding Noob, where we uh, talk about the lore of our favorite game franchises, movies, TV series, books, comic books, all that fun jazz. Just Almost uh, anything, lore. really, that piques interest. Yeah. You know, whatever, all the whatever gaming, you feel like talking about. That's you know, what the gaming outlets and gaming news sites that are out there that are already talking about this stuff. Oh yeah, people would decide to tune into two random guys <laughs> yeah. that uh, <clears throat> are just starting out a podcast and thinking, you know what? Hey, you, you never know. People might come back and be like, "Oh, this is this is a where those guys down, started." Well, a how few cringe. years down the road, it's like, you know what? I need to listen to episode one and figure out what was happening back in January of 2023. <laughs> <laughs> when I mean, it's 2027. I mean, I mean, say what you will. A lot is actually happening within the various industries. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, but anyway, too much. I'm Mike, uh, and this is my co-host Matt. I am math, Matt. <laughs> math. I am math. <laughs> you are math. I math is math. power, and this man, this man is power. I am power. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, the gist of at least the intro of it. Um, that's what we're here for. Yeah, we just we... talk about stuff, and you know, we give ourselves what a week or two to kind of. I think we were planning on uh, two weeks or so. Two yeah. weeks of researching a topic and then or, frantically trying to do it the night before. Yep. Recording. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that sounds about right. I mean, that's what I did half. I, I literally, I, I have my notes here and I literally put them together maybe an hour ago. Jesus, dude. <laughs> I at least like plan. I planned for last well, week. I, listen, listen, listen. At the very least, well, remember I was going to do a different topic last week and then decided that was way were, yeah. too deep to jump into. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So we might get we might get to a Warhammer at some point, but so this uh, yeah because our right podcast now. was originally when uh, Dark Tide came out on Steam or whatever because we people itching for a new Vermin uh, Tide type game oh, a Horde, a Horde game, Slayer a Horde yeah. Slayer from uh, the Fat Shark guys and we're like oh yeah Warhammer lore Warhammer 40k lore is really cool and all that and then you look into it. It's it's very deep. Like I've been looking into the it's lore super for deep. I let me put it this way: I've been looking into the lore for like the last three four years. Yeah, and I've barely scratched the surface. Oh, it's a, it's it, it seems like it's good. It's an entire pain to go like the it, people it that, goes on forever. The people that decide to do it, I don't know if they ever do it like chronologically. So so today I decided to go with something for the, for the first episode. <clears throat> decided to go with something a little bit smaller and something that I am much more familiar with, which is why like I was able to throw these notes together in an hour because yeah. I already know. Every, like it's easy these aren't even to do something like that right? these aren't even notes these are bullet points to remind me of the actual like okay we're doing it you're in probably this better order. at that you're probably <laughs> better at the thing of like oh yeah these bullet points of these certain things where sometimes i have mm-hmm. to literally i mean well it's not even uh, normally i'm not it's literally just <clears throat> i fucking love mass effect yeah. i i like you see those steam reviews where they say they've got like two thousand hours zero out of ten game didn't let me you know kill a kid or something in skyrim yeah yeah. Mass Effect is that game for me. This is the only game that I have realistically clocked over 200 hours on. <laughs> and I have clocked at least 200 hours on five different editions of this game. Well, yeah, you constantly <laughs> play the same game over and over again. And I just don't... I, I can never do that. I, 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 I normally can't either. This is this is the one exception. I, I love Mass Effect. Mass Effect um, is amazing. We're actually talking about some of my favorite species today. Oh, boy. Are we getting right into the thing or do you want to do something else first? Well, I figured we'd do. I, I mean, no, no, no. We can do your topping, and then if for like the next one, if we want to do some of the random yeah. no crap well, I have, then that's fine too. Do we want to stop? No. Or do we want to cut this out later? This is a podcast. We can talk about whatever the <laughs> hell we want. I mean, like some of the other stuff. Like, 
I figured we would jump right into it. Okay. Then, at least, yeah. at for, least today, for you? Yep, keep it straightforward. Yep. So what is your <clears throat> So uh, today we're talking about probably my favorite aliens, which are the Krogans. But because in Mass Effect, like every species that you talk about is pretty closely related to at least one other species, you can't really talk about the Krogans without first talking about the Salarians. <laughs> um no no no, no. it's it's it's, it's legit yeah. like you have to you have to know a little bit about the salarians they are a mass effects version of the lgms the little green men you know that 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 stereotypical oh, big head giant thing. eye aliens yeah <clears throat> the that is thing. yep that is um the salarians are mass effects version of this which hmm. is they are very weak um physically but they're incredibly smart is uh the salarian that um scientist dude in that yeah 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 he's they're yeah they're the amphibious uh like yeah the weird the guy that talks kind of weird and super fast (laughs) yeah yep yep and actually there's a there's a reason for that they actually have like stupidly high metabolisms Mm. they're not actually like people believe that salarians are super smart and like they are technologically advanced yeah but they're not actually that much smarter than any other given species in the galaxy. It just makes it like they it, when you meet them, think they act faster. They think faster <laughs> and they talk. Well, they talk faster yeah. that way too, and it makes it think like, oh, yeah, these guys are way smarter than you know. Pretty pretty much. They actually need to be, and it's like pretty much. Nah. Um, but the, but the big thing is like they problem solve very quickly. They get through like emotional issues very quickly, so they come off as very logic um, driven. They're actually not. It's just they live faster to the point that like they actually have. A shorter lifespan <laughs> full full length of a solarian lifespan is about 40 years if they're lucky jesus yeah which keep in mind like humans in, in mass effect i think it takes place like 200 years in the or 300 years in the future and human lifespan due to technology getting better and whatnot averages like about 200 years oh so okay. that's yeah that's that's pretty good but the cool thing about the solarians was they were the they are the world's <clears throat> version of the of the little green men they live on the planet of Sirkesh, which is like a just a tropical jungle planet kind of thing. Like okay. think think tropical paradise, like yeah. uh, like Hawaii, right? But yeah. the entire planet is Hawaii. Because I know at least in Mass Effect One, you have to go to a planet that kind of. I mean, it whatever. I would assume like at least in the games and stuff, there are planets that look tropical enough. Yeah, to yeah. Where I, um, you get the vague idea. Vermeer. Yeah, is it, that's is it very, the one. Yeah, yeah. That, that one. Yeah. So think think of um, Vermeer, but even more vegetation. Oh, okay. Yeah, like you. There's a there's a mission in Mass Effect Three where you go to Sirkesh. Do you want me to move the mouse? Does it have to? Uh, I don't oh, think my screens so. need to be on as long as it says it's still yeah, recording. Yeah, as long as it says it's recording, it should all right, screw it. Um, it so anyway, this whole thing and it's all... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, so in Mass Effect Three, you actually go to Sirkesh for one of the missions, and like you are in their capital city or something like that, and it's just it, they still have like giant pine trees and stuff, or not pine, um, palm trees and stuff growing everywhere oh, in, the, okay. in the middle of their city and all that. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's actually it's actually really cool and really pretty. Yeah, um, but they're incredibly smart. They are weak physically, however, and they make they make up for that physical weakness by being technologically superior to everyone else. Yeah. They are science is their defense mechanism and their their offense mechanism and everything they they tend to work um they solve all their problems with espionage are the solarians then technically more advanced than the prometheans and reapers are no 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 no, no. they're not that advanced they're <clears throat> okay so like if reapers are even let me, super let me, advanced yeah oh no they are okay Technically speaking, like you know how uh, I know the, that's jumping ahead, but it's just, yeah, it's it's, it's all right. trying to give. Them yeah, no, no, no. Well, context. you know that's that's the whole point of the podcast. You ask these questions and we give the context. Yeah, so like you have the the master relays. We don't relays. get context at all. <laughs> <laughs> 
we is not. <laughs> so you have the you have the mass relays. That is actually a Reaper tech. Everyone that, thinks yeah, it's Prothean, that, but it's not. It's actually Reaper tech. That one I um, knew from. I think you, if you finish the first game, they tell you even that, kind of. even if you look at like the Prothean specific technology, it's still leagues ahead of Solarians. Yeah, but in terms of like modern technology, modern tech, Solarians, all the races that you already interact with, Solarians are about t- like they're not necessarily better than any other given species, but they're as good as every single species. Yeah, like yeah. In, in terms of weapons, the Turians might have them beat because their whole thing is they are warriors. That they are literally the the military arm of the galaxy. Yeah, they might match the Solarians in terms of. Uh, their their military technology but the solarians also have like that same level of tech for farming and agriculture for managing the economy for oh, like okay. health health and stuff and like yeah yeah their their tech is is crazy okay. um and they tech they typically solve their problems because they're not very good at war they tend to win the wars before they start the war the solarians yes okay because basically what it is is they are there they use spies and they use um their the technology espionage. for espionage yeah um they have hacking you know they do blackmail uh they put in like bombs hit and diseases and stuff they'll, they'll infect a, a population with this um, that's kind of screwed up <clears throat> oh yeah no no well they don't normally do it but they they are prepared to gotcha and if they have to they are willing to to do what they need to do it's actually, it's actually, uh, the Solarians, their special forces are called the STG. Uh, I can't remember. It's, it's the Solarian, it's a Solarian task group. That's what it is. That makes sense. Yeah. It, the, so the STG are their special forces and it is the model. The STG is the model for the specters where like you have an agent that can basically do whatever the hell they want. And the Galactic Council says, well, we didn't technically tell them to do that so we can wash our hands clean of it. <laughs> Yeah, and so like that—that's how the STG agents work too. Um, but another thing that they do is they actually uplift species. So they—they they give the species technology. They find primitive species, and like they kind of gauge them. They study them, and if they d- uh, deem that like they can be useful to us, they will give them the technology for FTL travel, faster mm, than light travel. Okay. And help them get to the stars, or like when they get to the stars, they'll make contact and be like, and be like, hey, we helped you out, so you should be our allies on the political, you know, galactic Uh, stage. Human wise, is that what happened or not? Oh God, no, no. No. So what happened with humans is we actually had a mass relay in our solar system, the the moon of Pluto. Yeah. Um, basically, was of course it is. Yeah, (laughs) of course Pluto. Yeah. So basically, it was a mass relay that was covered in ice. We found FTL travel because we found uh, Prothean ruins on Mars. We got to we got to the uh, moon of Pluto, found this giant megastructure in there, broke it open, and basically what happened was because it was frozen, it was disconnected from the rest of the universe, the mass relay oh my system. God. When we cracked it open, basically this thing said it, this this like node came online, and actually the Turians saw this and went, "Wait, that's a new mass relay. Let's go check it out." And that started the first contact war. Oh Jesus! We'll, we'll cover we'll cover that another time. Wait. But... How do you... Well, no, that makes sense if nobody really, like, keeps a track on all the relays. Well, they don't all, They don't know what all of them are. They, oh. like, they keep track of the ones they know of. Um, but it's not like they're going out looking for exact, more realistically. Well, you can't, because it's, like, it's a pinpoint oh, yeah. in the middle of the infinite vacuum of space. Right. Yeah. So there's no way you could really do that unless some Exactly. But they do, they of... do kind of, like, get a notification that, like, oh, hey, there's a new warp point that just opened up. Well, so they're like, hey, let's go, let's go yeah. check it out. And when they went there... 
the Turians were not expecting an advanced civilization ready to come out to the rest of the galaxy. <laughs> like, it was, on, it was, I can't remember, they, they call it like, I think the Turians call it the Relay 14 incident. Yeah. The humans call it the First, the first contact, contact War. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you would assume so from, yeah, I don't know. Oh, it, it was messed up. Tur- Turians are bastards. I will say that. I like, mean, all of them are. Like, uh, Garrus is awesome, thank no, you. I meant like all the species that you interact with. <laughs> They but seem the like Turians, the Turians more than most. In fact, they actually come up with the Krogan as well. Um, but yeah, so the, so the Solarians, one of the things that they do is they uplift species specifically to be kind of with the not necessarily with the intention of, but with the expectation that they will be subservient to the. Like, hey, we helped you advance this much. Yeah, you you might want to come help our way, us. and yeah, yeah. you might want to help us, or you know, we could like set you back or some crap like that again. Uh, and and they can kind of get away with this because they were the second species to find the citadel after the Asari. The Asari the found Asari. the citadel. Yep. Yeah, they found the citadel first, um, and then this, and then the Solarians found it. And they kind of, from there, they kind of formed the Galactic Government. I can't remember if the Turians came around that time. I think the Volus actually found it before the Turians. I would believe um, so. But the, the Turians didn't come too far after. But... the Volus are on the Galactic Council then. Oh, that, no, no, no. There's, there's a whole thing. Like, the Volus hate humans. Not, <laughs> not because, like, they all hate us or anything. The Volus mm-hmm. are, like, as a species actually kind of chill mm-hmm. um they're like what, what's the name bellathor from skyrim we're like haha I'll, I'll, I'll buy your sister or whatever that's a joke and then yeah. like it's hinted it might not actually be a joke he'll buy it's like anything. he might do it yeah the volus are absolutely that they're they're bellathor as a species um they will buy and sell pretty much anything. anything but they're but they're typically pretty chill but like in terms of galactic power they kind of hate humans because whenever we recently we're like the newest species to the galaxy, yeah, and we kicked the door in because humans, fuck yeah. There's a whole there's a whole Reddit dedicated. Well, to you that. know, you gotta yeah, you have to you know fight everything yeah. that isn't human, I guess. Um, because the Volus are like they're on the precipice. They've done so much for the galactic community. They're like we should be getting a council seat at any time, and then the humans come in and get a council ah. seat. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Okay. Um. So anyway. You know, cool things are happening in the galactic community. This is this is way before, like, we're talking probably, I think, 1,400 years or so before the uh, humans show up. Jesus. Um, a different species shows up in the galaxy. Of course. And this is a species called the Rachni. They are a species of giant, ravenous, FTL-capable hive mind insects that eat everything. Do you ever encounter those? Yes. Uh, the the mission where you go to... I only played one, so... No, you went to... Yeah, I no, barely in, played in, two. Yeah, you went to Noveria and you fought Liara's mom. And yes. then you talked to the giant bug in the in the cave. Yeah, no. The oh. bugs that you fought there were Rachni, which were not supposed... They, they I'm, I'm going to get to it here in a minute. Yeah. But, like, they're supposed to be extinct. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and the reason guys. why they're extinct so is because... They found, they they managed to find FTL, they managed to find a relay, they saw that the galaxy was bigger than they thought, and now there's a, it's a little bit more complicated than this, but that's getting into spoiler territory, but the short version is these particular ones said, ooh, food. Yeah, well, of course. And they proceeded to devour the galaxy. This was a huge, like, galaxy-ending threat. Mm, okay. Like, potential. Um, and the big issue is, you couldn't really fight them like properly because most of their home worlds were toxic worlds (laughs) 
<laughs> and most species could not fight on toxic worlds. Like you could fight them on your home world. Yeah. You could fight them on some of the other worlds that they've that they found and started consuming, but you couldn't actually fight their major nests. Mm. So okay. this is where the Solarians come in. Because they're fast thinkers, they've got all this technology, and one of their main things is getting other people to fight problems for them. The Turians, right? Uh, Solarians. Solarians. Solarians, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, the, I, I think the Turians were around at this point, and they were getting their asses handed to Just them. Just the names yeah. are like, if you're like half, not half listening, but if you're yeah. like paying attention no, to the, that, the Solarian little, Turian are like the, so the little green, similar. The little green frogmen. Yeah. Um, they they are experts at getting people to fight things for them, and one of the species that they were looking they at as, well. yeah. as like potential uplift candidates were the Krogan. Yep. Now the Krogan, they are my favorite species in Mass Effect. They are just awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. They are the biggest, meanest, nastiest, hardest to kill species, sentient species in the galaxy. They legitimately have super strength. They live longer than Asari. Asari lived for a thousand years. Krogan can live, like, there's actually no, the oldest one that we know no of. definite. The only one that we know of is in Mass Effect 2, you run into a guy called Warlord Okir. He is at least 1,400 years old because he was part of the Krogan rebellions. <laughs> and he dies due to being poisoned, not from natural causes. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler. So, well, but my point is, we don't know how old a <laughs> Krogan a can live. Um, so yeah, they they have they have a whole bunch, and I mean a lot of really cool adaptations. They have redundant organs and an entirely redundant nervous system. So yep. if something happens that like you can rip out their nervous system, they have a second one. Yeah, they're really fine. They have Absolutely. multiple hearts, yep. multiple stomachs. They have a nutrient sack so that they can go months without eating or drinking. And they can just keep going. And they practically have a Wolverine regeneration factor. You can leave a scar on a Krogan. It will scar over. But you cannot, like, stop. Like, its arm will eventually heal. Yeah. If you, like, if you like, unless you rip the arm off, it will eventually heal. Oh, they'll find some way to do something even if you rip it. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. insane. And, and the craziest part about them, they're technically a prey species. How is... <laughs> On Tachunka, it is the most hostile planet in the galaxy. That's so ridiculous. Do you remember the giant worm thing, the Thresher Maws? Yeah. Tachunka is their homeworld. They are so insanely tough, and the Krogan, like, get eaten by these things in the hundreds. Like, it's... Why did the Krogans have an... Uh, why do they... <laughs> the Krogans could easily could have wiped out Solarians, Turians, humans. And, and we are actually going to be getting to that today. Like... There should be no Mass Effect if so, the fucking Krogans just can wipe people out. So they are technically a prey species, <clears throat> and they manage to survive to the point of not only sentience, but to actually, uh, they they actually entered the nuclear age. They were, they were a little bit further along in their society oh, okay. than we are now. Okay. And that was actually kind of an issue, because they, they fought each other in nuclear world war and completely destroyed their atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> um they they made their their planet all but completely inhospitable makes sense now this is where the solarians come in so remember they have some really cool technology and they also have giant bugs to fight 
and the Krogan are a warrior people by nature. Like, fighting is in their blood. Like, they, they legitimately look to fight people. Same as, like, the Turians, kind of? Or the Turians uh, are Turians just... are just kind of aggressive. They're there's just a, they're, aggressive. Like, there's not... a difference between aggressive and, like... They don't right. need to fight to live. Well... Yeah, well, technically, Krogans don't either. But, like, Krogans legitimately have a biological drive to fight. To fight. Yeah. Like, a Turian, a Turian will be, like... They're kind of hard asses. Mm-hmm. They'll be dicks. They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll, think of Jock in the locker room. Like, just walking around and like stomping on people and whatnot <laughs> yeah yeah but like yeah the the krogan are is the guy that like he doesn't just walk around the locker room and push people over he will they don't have walk a through switch. the locker room yeah. and slam someone into the wall because just like because. yeah they're they don't like yeah. they don't have that thing of like oh i have to do this because ha 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 it's like i want to like, yeah no they just really want to they really want to and they don't have driven. a switch to yeah it's a yeah. Yeah, like you said a biological thing um, it's actually, there's actually a question in Mass Effect 2 whenever you help Krogan through, like, his rite of passage. Yeah. Where... Oh, Rex. Uh, no, not no, no, Rex. no, no, not Rex, Grunt. Grunt, yeah. that's who it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he, uh, the whole, the whole thing is, is like, man, I can't control my rage, like, this is, this is wrong. Normally I'm angry because I choose to be angry. This is not a choice, I'm sick, I don't know what's wrong. So you it's go like, to no, Tachanka and it's you. like, yeah. dude, you're going through puberty. Go fight a, go fight a giant killer worm and then come back whenever you chilled out. Yeah. <laughs> that just, is, that is literally the entirety of the just part of growing up of your species, man. Pretty much, pretty much. Realistically. Um, so anyway, the Krogan had nuked their entire planet to hell and back. Like we were talking full blown nuclear apocalypse, oh, right? Course. And then the Solarians came in and they said, hey, hey, we will we will fix your atmosphere for you and we will give you someone else to fight. Someone that will make a really good challenge. And no, no, no. You might be saying like, oh man, this sounds like a bad deal. No, the Krogan were all for this of shit. They're they like, were. hell yeah. They don't care. <laughs> as long as they can kill things. So they built this big thing called the Shroud, which just kind of, it, it absorbed atmospheric particles and like released certain things that basically just stabilized the atmosphere again. A filter. Again. Yeah, that is basically, that's basically what it was. Um, and the Krogan were deployed to a very, very long and a very, very hard-fought war against the Rachni. And to be clear, they loved this. Oh, of course. Like, they were dying in droves, but the Krogan, as a species, were kind of having the time of their life. Yeah. Um, and they are also, because they are, again, they are adapted to be, like, the perfect adaptation killing machine right they are apex predators yeah despite the fact despite they are that they're their prey. prey their prey species on their planet they oh, are apex Jesus. predators anywhere else so they can actually go on to toxic worlds and attack the rachni in their homes yeah and they did this with brutal efficiency to the point that they had completely genocided the rachni <laughs> like like the rest of no, 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 like the rest Jesus. of the the rest of the galaxy were like, oh, we went a little too far, but like, all right, this is the lesser of two evils. It, it seems, sucks, yeah. but we had we had to do what we it had to do. It seems like if you don't really know how like how mm-hmm. big a genocide of like, oh yeah, no, the Krogan millions, the Krogan millions of people they killed or, they yeah. killed every Rachni they could. They just killed all the queens and whatnot, and that's why like in Mass Effect One, when you come across the Rachni queen. Yeah, it's like a mind-blowing discovery that one of these things they survived. Thought all of them were gone. They were right. thorough. Yeah, they were thorough. In fact, the the Rachni queen that they found was on a dead ship, and it was the only living egg that was in stasis. Is that the thing you have to in the game? At least you like have to go through each level shooting. Is that I don't remember. I think like because there was unless it was a Mass Effect two or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think I remember it as 
vividly in Mass Effect 1. Uh, it, it was one mission. Uh, there's a couple side missions where you can run into Rachni, but, like, it's... I think I do remember it. It might be a, the, like... the, Honestly, it, like, if you replayed it and you got to know Barry, you'd be like, oh, this one. Okay. It, it would definitely be that moment. I feel like I remember, like, yeah. You, it's it's a vague thing. You get to it, and I, I, don't, I think yeah. I killed it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the Krogans, they, they were thorough. They mm-hmm. killed everything. Again. Well, they got him. The one Rachni ship survived. And even then, there was only one viable egg left. Jesus, that's how thorough they were. Um, and they were they were rewarded for this, mind you. Like like they were considered heroes of the galaxy. <laughs> um, the Asari, the Solarians, every everyone was like, hell yeah! There's actually a statue of the of a Krogan in remembrance of the Rachni Wars. Um, and like the losses that they that they sustained because they they sustained heavy oh, losses. Of course they would. Yeah. Um, well, the, the, but the big thing is actually, uh, so anyway, there's a statue in, in the Presidium. You can see it in the, in the first game, you're yep. walking around, you can actually see it. They're not allowed on the Presidium anymore, <laughs> but they still have the statue there, but there's a reason. And that is that they were rewarded with multiple planets to colonize. And, and like, again, the Solarians and stuff, they're like, you guys did such a good job. We will, we will help you. We will take these worlds that like might not be perfect for you. And we will terraform them. Not super for like you. hospitable or yeah. like a colonizer. They, they went out yeah. of their way to help the Krogans. The problem is the Krogans, being a prey species, <sighs> don't know what to do. No, 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 no. Oh. That's it's not even that. They were actually pretty cool with this. Yeah. Um, at first, but they have they have a certain trait of a prey species. I forgot to look it up, but there's a specific word for it. But the short version is they over they overproduce. Um, so, right. So you know how like fish well, yeah, and mice, species, you know, you just gotta. The, yeah. yeah, literally. Um, so you know, like fish and mice, like they will have hundreds, thousands, and, hundreds thousands, and thousands, and like they grow quickly, they reach maturity and reproduce with more like <clears throat> dozens yep. per litter or whatever. Oh, yeah. So the krogan, they reach maturity within like I don't remember. I I think that they mentioned the exact number or like something, but they were reach maturity within a couple years. When they reach maturity, every clutch of Krogan eggs tends to be 300 approximately a piece. (laughs) And they can have four clutches per year. Jesus. That means over a single year, over a thousand Krogan are born. Yep. And And of those thousand, they all, if they all live to maturity, like on Tachanka, like one in ten might live. Yeah. Because again, they are prey there. That's how they were. Yeah, on these new these new colonies where they have nothing that can actually realistically be a threat to them. Right. All of them live to maturity, and again, we're talking three to five years. Every year, there's a thousand born, and they're at maturity within three to five years. So, as Jesus. you can imagine. It was really nice that the galactic community gave them these worlds. Yeah, for the time. They overpopulated way too quickly and they said, "Hey, you know, we we they actually it was actually very civil at first, right? Mm-hmm. They went through the proper channels, they got their audience with the council and actually said something along the lines of like, "Hey, we understand you weren't expecting how quickly we reproduced." They did because that's actually one of the reasons why Solarians picked them was they could reproduce faster than the Rachni could kill them potentially. Ah, okay. They, were, they reproduced at about the same rate about as the, the Rachni. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're like, hey, we understand that, you know, you might not have prepared for this, but we need more planets. And the galactic community <laughs> is like, 
well, we gave you these planets, you know, you have this, this territory you can go and colonize yourself, feel free. And he's like, no, 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 we already have done that. And we've already reached the maximum threshold. We, we need some more planets. Jesus and so the Galactic Christ. community, they denied them that. Of course. Understandably, to, to you know, like, it sucks, but, like, yeah, there's only so much space. The, they yeah. Would, yeah, be the dominant species within fucking, like, weeks. So they got, they got more desperate. And so they demanded <laughs> more colonies. And once again, were denied. Yeah. And again, at this point, they have gone through the proper channels. Yeah. And then they decided, you know what? Fuck the proper channels. And they actually took over, I don't know the name of it, but they took over an Asari colony. <laughs> and, like, they took over the planet, and then they were brought to, to like, trial for that. Of course. And they're like, listen, my people are starving. We need we it. We need more space yeah. to, to expand and grow and, and be us and whatnot. And then um, they, the council says, we can't just give this to you. And you can't just go taking other people's stuff. You can't go taking the Asari thing. And he's like, you know what? No, we can. And that's when the Krogan Rebellion started. That's so, like, there are so many, depending on, like, how many relays they know of, mass mm -hmm. relays. It's like, just send them to another fucking universe. You would think. Uh, well, just... actually, um, the whole thing with Andromeda is that's actually kind of what happened. Oh, okay. They, they, the Krogans went to a different galaxy it's to like try to recolonize. just a different galaxy, and yeah, obviously not all planets are going to be usable, but like, mm. Jesus. Actually, we'll, we'll side note here, I absolutely wish <clears> that um, they would continue with Andromeda, because like, it had a good, it wasn't a good game by any stretch of the imagination, When it but first started out, yeah. For like, a baseline? Yeah. It has the potential for if it didn't have the Mass trilogy. Effect name stuck on it. Oh, it would have been it would have been, been a fine yeah. sci-fi third person RPG. And but like even with the Mass Effect, like I actually wouldn't mind seeing Andromeda two and three where they expand on what they have there. Yeah. It's really interesting. Um but anyway, so uh yeah, you remember earlier whenever I mentioned that like, damn, if the Krogan or you mentioned rather that the Krogan should like conquer the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what they decided to do. Well yeah, makes and more sense. For them. The yeah. Turians the Turians literally was just the Rachni all over for them, but oh, worse. Because <laughs> yeah. the Krogans Rachni are bugs, while the Krogans literally have all the crap, the redundancy, yeah. the regeneration. I mean the the bugs were pretty tough too, mind you. But like, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, no, they were like the Krogans were were arguably worse because like the Rachni they would they would call they would grab a planet and they would stay there for a bit and then grow and then go somewhere else. Mm, okay. The Krogan are just like, alright. All of our tribes and warlords go kill shit, and so they all went out and they all had their own hordes of Krogan doing yeah, their own yeah. thing. It, it was like fighting a three front three front war against one army, <laughs> and that's pretty much what it was. Jesus. So, the galactic community was understandably incredibly desperate. Shocker. Yeah, and uh, during this time, the Solarians had developed an answer through one of their espionage things now the to be final solution uh, kinda <laughs> kinda actually um so the thing is as i mentioned before they develop a lot of things to include diseases the they... solarians make diseases yes oh, yep, 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 they, yep, yeah yep, yeah yeah, okay. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. um and they do so very well this was actually a disease it's called the genophage, the genophage. it was specifically tailored to krogan dna like yep. th this is an artificial thing 
it will not change. They made a disease specifically targeting, yeah. Yeah, and specifically what it targets, um, they actually do kind of go into like a, an explanation more oh, than what it does it, yeah. in Aspect 2 whenever he talks yeah. about it. Um, but it specifically targets their reproductive genes and whatnot. Yep. And it basically means that one in a thousand births are unviable. And what that means is basically the Krogans die in their eggs. The majority of the species is infertile. So when they do the clutches of what, like three to four hundred eggs? Mm -hmm. And they can do four clutches a year. Only about one kid is born a year instead of about uh, twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. Yeah. Okay. That, that's that's the approximate okay uh yeah that's a good cut down and, and well and and that's the thing it was actually specifically designed for that so that the krogans stop overpopulating that was yeah. actually why it was designed now the thing is but the salarians did not want to use this of course this not. was this was like they made it because that's kind of what salarians do yeah, but they, they just make not... stuff because I mean they want. Yeah, they they basically want to see if they can. As far as you would know, they just yeah. want to advance more and more and be like, oh, what can we do with that, all that, this? That's, other... little, that's literally it. They do they create like horrible atrocities specifically so that they can beat it as well. For science, like it, yeah, it's it's literally For just science. that's all that that's all they do. That's that's what they do as a species. <laughs> You're getting it. Yes. Yeah. Um. Don't fucking yell at me. <laughs> so the thing is, the Slurians did not want to use this because this was morally like. There is no You're justification. You're sterilizing an entire species. Yeah, pretty much. Essentially. Now, again, mathematically, they even have it so that, like, Krogans can still grow, but at a much more um, reasonable rate. Yeah. But the Turians, being on the front lines of the Krogan rebellions, yep. and frankly being the dicks that they are, said, fuck that shit, and unilaterally <clears throat> decided to implement it. Like, you actually see a recording of this in the Citadel DLC. Like, there, there's you see, like, security footage mm -hmm. as you're going through a locked vault. And basically what it is is the Swearing Scientist is saying, you can't do this. You will genocide an entire species. And the Turing Commander says, hold that man. I'm pressing the button myself. <laughs> and um, so, Dumb. interestingly, they did this through the Shroud, which if you remember, was that thing that, like, released particles in the air that removed all the radiation and... All the bad stuff and filtered it out. Yep. So, every Krogan on the homeworld was almost immediately infected with the genophage. Yep. Their homeworld basically could no longer produce soldiers. Any Krogan that came to the homeworld, for whatever reason, ceremonial purposes, you know, visiting war councils, whatever, would also get infected. And... Any of them that left the homeworld would also infect oh, other Krogan. I was about to say, it's like, why clutches. go back to the homeworld then? Yeah, yeah, no, no. They, like, it, it kept going. And actually, I think, um, I could be wrong, but I think there was other Shroud kind of facilities okay. on the colonies and stuff. Because gotcha. again, the, the, the originally, the Solarians were all about, like, yeah, no, we're, you helped us kill the Rachni. We will absolutely help you set up these colonies. Yeah. Um, but again, that kind of led to... Oh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, Krogan yeah. Rebellions. So, they did this with the Genophage, and... Now, again, at first, this wasn't really bad. I mean, like, it was immediately noticeable. If you were the Krogans, you'd yeah. be kind of pissed off that... Oh, uh, yes. Out of 1,200 of your kids, one would maybe... Yeah. ...live. Um, so what ends up happening was the Krogan could no longer maintain their aggressive fighting style because again 
they could not replenish their numbers fast enough. Yeah. They were mean. They were still mean bastards, though. But this was enough. But between like not being able to replenish their numbers and using aggressive tactics, and the fact that like the soldiers were just coming home to millions <laughs> of dead children, <laughs> um, dead Krogan. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They basically lost their morale and will to fight. Of Which course. in Krogan society is like a major sin, but like we'll get to that in a, in a bit. Yeah. Um. So the Kro- so the Turians were able to finally push them back all the way back to the home world, where heavy sanctions were just dropped on the Krogan. Mm. Like they're okay. you know like everything that a Krogan does is through someone else now except to be a mercenary Jeez. which is what most krogan want to do anyways well, yeah you know. of course <laughs> screw you that's what i want that's what they want to do um so yeah they are now was it just double checking this oh yeah and so now they're basically stuck fighting for um fertile females is the thing right because it, it affects the males too it affects all krogan oh okay but like the females for the for the krogan are like the ones that like they're looking for if they find out you can have a kid you are a god to them gotcha um and so they actually ended up fighting each other for centuries on tachunka just kept fighting each other they still sent out raiding parties to screw with the turians every once in a while (laughs) but most krogan like if they find out they can't have a kid they just go off planet and fight as a mercenary somewhere because like what's the point why the hell not yeah might as well might as well fight for credits Mm -hmm. actually rex even says if you ask krogan uh if he would stay home and and try to find a cure for the genophage or go out in the galaxy and, and fight for credits. He'll pick the credits every time. Every time. Um. So yeah, they are. They have then become totally jaded badasses. Mind, mind you, they are still absolute units as a species compared to the other species in the universe mm-hmm. that we know. There's the just significantly human. fewer of them. They're they're god tier species, but mm-hmm. you know. And uh, they they now have reverted back to a very like they they were a tribal society before yeah but like now it went it went from being like like we have nations now to no 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 they have just tribes <laughs> like like <laughs> spears and sticks but now they have space lasers yeah um and like they have you know they have their rituals they have their stuff like that it's it's actually it's it's a lot of really cool stuff. Um, but that is basically what happened with the Krogan Rebellions, and that was about 800 Damn. years, I think. Before humans? Before humans, uh... Entered? Yeah, enter, entered the world. Yep. Um, so somewhere around that, 800 to 1,000. Mm-hmm. And most, most individuals do not remember the Krogan Rebellions, and nobody remembers the Rachni Wars, because that, that th- those wars went on for, for a long time. Yeah. That wasn't just, like, an overnight thing. If they're super, super, way, 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 way long ago. Yeah. Um, so Krogans are typically nowadays hired as bodyguards, as mercenaries. Um, they do run their own mercenary companies. Uh, I think the Blood Pack is run by Krogans <laughs> in Mass Effect 2. Nice. You run into them a lot. Yep. And um, they are some mean motherfuckers. That's how it is. Yeah. They're they're difficult to get to, or to kill. To kill. Um, like, in Mass Effect 2, even on the easiest difficulty, they at the very least have a layer of armor and then health, and that health regenerates. Oh yeah, yep. And uh, some Krogan, unlike like certain species like Turians, they don't typically have biotics, which means that they have gravity powers. Yeah. Um, Turians and Corians, you will almost never see a, a biotic among them. Krogans are actually some of the more biotically capable species. So, on top of 
being absolute badasses with like weapons and, and stuff they have a ton of health they typically have heavy armor both natural and their actual armor that and they wear armor. Yep. and they can throw up biotic shields like these things are as unkillable as you can get oh, okay. <laughs> in, in yep, the galaxy yep. yeah <laughs> um yeah and that's uh that's pretty much what to what to know about the Krogans. Like I said, they they have a very tribal society. They fight amongst each other a lot. Uh, the cool thing about Rex in Mass Effect One, he kind of he kind of explains this stuff. There's a there's like the genocide of his culture due to the genophage. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's kind of he's kind of upset about it. He actually goes back and in Mass Effect Two, you kind of run into him again. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm actually well, if you don't kill him in mass effect one because that is an option that's an option why you would pick it i don't know rex is awesome i just kill him because you can't you can't have him in mass effect 2 but uh so kill him yeah you can get a mass effect 3 though for one dlc oh a dlc <laughs> not even the game it's a uh, main Man, game it is, it is so nah, hype because the, the cool thing about the dlc though like having rex in the dlc he is legitimately the strongest character like the the design of the character and his powers and stuff yeah the dude is unkillable of course if you want to if you want to beat um armax arsenal arena which is like just just an arena mode thing you bring him and you bring grunt and grunt will die like twice as quickly as rex will and what you do is you, you spec them for melee and yeah. then you hide in a corner and they will kill everything on the hardest difficulty <laughs> <laughs> you will get max points you can unlock everything do the whole do the whole like story mini story they have with the armax yep. arsenal arena and you'd literally just let Rex and Grunt kill everything for you. <laughs> Jesus. They are they are insane and they live up to the to their reputation as Krogan. Oh yeah. Um so yeah, they they have a tribal society, very warrior-based culture. Um if you're not strong enough, you're not considered like worthy for breeding basically. And that is that is something that like is central to their culture is like again, if you're able to, you stay on the home world and you do your business. Because that you know they need they, they need population. They, they need population. That's how it is. Uh, and you actually find out a little bit later the Salarians. They actually have because again they are hyper adaptive, um, like apex species. They actually started adapting to the Genophage later down the line. Salarians or Krogans? Krogans. The Krogans actually started adapting to it, and like their bodies basically started ignoring the Genophage, and so the Salarians every once in a while have to come in and tweak it so that it matches the adjustments Jesus christ yeah no it's it's messed up and actually well but, but it's kind of neat that like you see moradin's like he goes through a cycle of it because like you tell him it's messed up and he has justified it right because like he had to like this is this is something that had to be done yeah or else we get another krogan rebellions and the galaxy can't do that yeah and then but then you have like krogan like rex is like no we've learned our lesson and he even says, "Like I'm in charge. I'm not going to let the other Krogans do another Krogan rebellion. That's the thing. We're too. gonna we're gonna manage ourselves, and then you won't have to worry about it." But they couldn't have trusted, you know, a random yeah. Krogan until all the you know the yeah you you do because you fought with Rex. Yeah, and, and like well, the other thing is like Rex is a freaking mutant. Like um a, a female Krogan that you have to work with in Mass Effect Three actually says Rex is a mutant. This guy doesn't just want to fight. He actually wants to help his people. Yeah. That's disgusting. But that's what makes him a good man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's... But, yeah, that is the Krogan. A little bit about the Salarians as well. A little bit about the Arachni and the wars and all the cool stuff. Mm. And yeah. I, I can see you are absolutely... Sicko mode, dude. <laughs> no, I'm very, very excited. Listen, man. 
I yawn all the time and I'm tired all the time. Any uh any comments? Any any questions? Let's go to the comments. Yeah, because we have those. I don't yet. see any comments on the board there. So actually, uh... I will say I skipped over. <laughs> I skipped over a lot of. Well, I won't say a lot. I skipped over a decent, you know, chunk of stuff. Yeah. Uh, especially regarding like well, the modern like lore. Like whenever you, you don't get have to there. like go. Yeah, because a lot yeah. of this stuff, it's not like we're gonna go through every minute. No, no, detail. no, 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 no. Like I said, it's it's the lore. It's the background. It's the history yep. that we want to talk about and whatnot. Um, and if anyone does like want to call me out like oh man you forgot to talk about this and that it's like i'm not talking about specific no yeah we'll make sure if eventually like... if i somehow trying to get all this crap onto yeah. uh not Wherever websites we it, or yeah, whatever it's it, some sites. of it is just seems weird i don't know how things work for that yet we'll get to but, that, um, but i think you have to at least put like an episode up or something like that and then it should kick in things to yeah. allow but, but uh, for now, that is pretty much all I have to say about the Krogans. They are they are my favorite species in Mass Effect because again they have like the tragic backstory and they are total badasses yeah. in part because of that tragic backstory. Like they they the new Krogan compared to like the ones in the Rebellion, you would normally think like the fall of the civilization would would like the newer the newer generations would be weaker. Yeah. No. No, of course not. The new Krogan, if anything, are even stronger because they have to be. Like previously they didn't. They fought for survival because, like, that's what they did on their homeworld. But they could just throw themselves. But they didn't actually. They they just kind of lived. Yep. The Krogan survive. Yeah. And they they fight every day is life and death. Oh, they yeah. are they are on the brink of extinction and they know it. And they are they are like they are mean motherfuckers because of it. Like <laughs> if you like if you took a Krogan from today and backtrack it to like the Rachni Wars and fought a Krogan then. The modern Krogan would wipe the floor with the old one. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is with some of the discussions of like, oh, because I've been seeing a lot of that too. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, would uh, young Kratos from God of War be able to kill old Kratos currently? No, absolutely mm-hmm. fucking not. Yeah, no, 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 no. You would think so because he's way angrier. But no, no, old Kratos is wiser. He's and wiser, he stronger. He can't. Well, even then, it's like Kratos himself, the old one. Now he is like a hundred times stronger than young mm. and and he doesn't even have like the same amount of god power either he has less god power. a little bit less yeah. yeah and it's not like he if he has to flip a sway it takes a lot to get him angry but if he does he's fucking you're, you're done he's way stronger than young Kratos. yes that's how it was in, but uh... normally normally it's the other way around especially with like um sci-fi species yeah like normally it's like oh you know you were at the height of the empire you fell and now you're just kind of like writing the laurels, like, oh, we're still the best ever, even as you're getting your ass handed yep. to you. Oh, yeah. In the case of the Krogan, it is the exact opposite. They are, because they've had to go, they went from, again, living and fighting because that's just what they do, to living and fighting because they have to. Because they have to. to. Yep. Oh, yeah. And they have perfected It's VR. better, yeah. It's the way of just not throwing yourselves at something because you know in the back of your head. Ah, yeah, we can produce yeah a shit ton more of people within a year. But now that it's oh, every one every at, Krogan yeah. matters. Every single one. Yep. As much as they fight amongst themselves, like there are still um, like right before uh, Rex left his homeworld. Yeah. Right before he left Tachunka, they were still fighting like tribal oh, wars against yeah. each other. But that being said. Like, like they're pretty selfish people, like, self-centered. They focus on personal survival and personal um, goals and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they still care more about the Krogan people because every single one of them matters. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best way. Like, 
you might be a fucking dumbass, but I will pull your ass out of the fire if I have to. Yeah, or need you. Or on the flip side of that, you know, you are a fucking dumbass and you went into that fire. You're not worth li- letting to live. I will walk away and let you burn. Or like you can you can survive, prove your worth, and come join me again. Yeah. Or you can die, die there, that. and that is where your gene pool ends. Yeah. Either you do it by yourself, or <laughs> yeah, not. And at they all. are they are all very Spartan in that way, which is fine. But, <laughs> so yeah, I think that's a pretty good place to to stop here for today. Thank you everybody for joining Noob Guiding Noob. What do you mean no? You're too formal with this. What? It's just, a, it's about that's just where gotta the be thing chill, is man. Yeah. Just gotta relax, and then it's the our podcast, first episode. It can just end. Yeah. It well, I mean, well, proper outro. what I wanted to say, like, we're planning on releasing these every other week. Um, what were we saying? Timetable can be different, but we'll release them when we release them. <laughs> like I said, planning to buy weekly releases. Uh, but we'll do yeah. what we do. Thank you all for joining um, us. I've been. Uh, nope. I, I'm Mike. Don't need to. No. Nobody no. needs to know that you're Mike this and I'm is Matt. Matt. <laughs> yeah, point at me for the audio. Point at me and tell yeah. let them know. They can hear the point. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's like uh, you know, we just talk sense. about stuff and. Uh, if, I don't know how the channels work and how this releases onto certain platforms. We'll figure uh, it out. And any criticisms or comments, feel free you to can put a uh, only five star reviews. Nothing, nothing nuts. less that we will never read anything less than five, even if it's complaints <laughs> or constructive criticism. Yeah, give us the five stars so that we so that we notice you. Uh, show notes wise, I think, however the fuck it works. It's going to be like putting the email in at least if yeah, you have yeah a, we'll do so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, you can contact us at noobguidingnoob at gmail.com if you wanted to noobguidingnoob send... all one word yes. at gmail.com. And, also, uh, I, think I think that's, that's the only thing. Yeah, we have. right, right now that's all we have. Um, we do plan on getting some other things set up eventually, but like right now, right now we, we just got. have to see how actually like uploading an episode works. And then if it actually kicks in things on the other web, like the certain so, websites. So if you, if you see a second episode, then uh, you'll know we figured it out. We hopefully <laughs> figured it out, yeah. But thank you so much for joining us, everybody. And that will be it.